Hi, and welcome to a new episode of The Walk. I'm Father Roderick, and it's a gorgeous Monday morning. It's about 9.30. The skies are blue. The sun is shining, and uh, bikes are passing me by. Kids going to school. The train tracks are on my left and on my right. This is the neighborhood where I live, and where they just finished building an entirely new neighborhood. They've been constructing new houses next to the rectory and the church where I live. So I'm getting more than 40 new neighbors very soon, which is very cool. It's a beautiful Monday morning. It is going to be probably a busy week. And so I am heading out for a walk just to catch up with you and with myself, because that's usually what this walk does. I just woke up to the horrible news from the United States with this small town in Texas where someone killed uh, more than 25 people in, in a church during their Sunday celebrations. It's another, yet another horrible mass murder of innocent people uh, by a, a young man. It's It's... It's horrible. And you, you just feel the contrast between the world as it's supposed to be on a morning like this where you feel the potential in the, in the air and nature is so beautiful. And the leaves here of the trees are yellow and golden. And it's, it's that this, is, this, this could be any morning. But then the, this is also the world in which people kill each other where young people can get a hold of horrible weapons that can only, can only kill. It is a, it's a, a world of extremes. And it's, uh, it's, it's making me sad, and at the same time, I, I refuse to give up my hope for the future, my hope in, 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 in humanity. But it will take more than prayers to change the world. And uh, I totally understand the reaction by many people. And they say, my thoughts and my prayers are with the victims and the survivors of, of that horrible violence. But it shouldn't stay at that. Because then it would obviously scandalize people that don't believe in God, they object, well, if all these people at the church were praying, why did God allow this to happen? It's, uh, it's a legitimate question, and a serious question, but it is also sometimes based on a misunderstanding of what prayer does. Prayer is not um, calling 911 and having God, you know, ma making God aware of a problem so that he can fix it. Prayer is an ongoing relationship, a dialogue with God, in which God, we don't have to change God. <laughs> we don't have to alert God or tell him how the world should be. But it is, prayer is the time that God tells us how the world should be and what we can do and should do to make that world a reality with his help. That's a different perspective. God is not someone who fixes the mess that we make. 
but God is changing our hearts so that we can fix the world with him. And, uh, of course, it's, that's, that's the Catholic view on prayer. And in other denominations, it may be slightly different. But uh, it leads to sometimes bitterness when, <laughs> when you know, non-believers read about, oh, you with your prayers, you know. But what did you do, really do to make a, a true change? And that is a big question to any country where violence like this emerges. Wow. That's a big train with just cars on it. These are um, Volkswagens. There's a, a big car dealer um, in a town on the, let's say, south of, uh, of the city where I live. And I think it may be a, like a dealer or a distributor. And so there's a train every week, uh, probably on Monday morning, because I've seen this train before that brings new supplies. And so it's kind of ironic that all these cars are brought in by train. <laughs> but anyway, um, speaking of cars, the, uh, the car that, I, that I'm happy to, to have, uh, which was gifted to me by someone who uh, didn't want to drive anymore. It's a, it's a very old car, very simple, but it is... Uh, it's in need of repairs. I, I took a, a while ago, I took uh, like half a day to clean it up because it's been, it's always outside. And so it was under a tree when fall started to happen and it was covered in this kind of grimy black tar-like substance and it was so hard to clean it up. So now it's clean, but now the, the, the car itself needs maintenance. It's showing its, its age and I was... I was reminded of uh, <laughs> of my own uh, health in a certain way. A car is, is, is very much uh, uh, a bit like our bodies that need regular maintenance and also need to be treated well in order to function well. And I've had some uh, some health issues lately. I've got I've got I had the uh, another infection of uh, of uh, uh, my left eye. So I went to the doctor last week. And uh, he said, you just have to wait it out. Well, fortunately, it, uh, it seemed to calm down again. It's not as bad as it used to be. So hopefully this won't turn into a full-fledged infection. I'm glad about that. But I also told him about something that has been bothering me over the last two months, I would say. I would say. And it's this strange ongoing fatigue. Not just regular fatigue caused by too much work or busy weekends. But um, this is <laughs> fatigue and overdrive. And it usually kicks in in the afternoon. And uh, I get so tired that I have to go to bed and sleep. And then I wake up and I'm still tired. And this has been going on for, uh, for a couple of weeks now. And it's starting to really interfere with my productivity. Um, because being so tired makes it uh, very hard to concentrate and to uh, to work 
So I've been uh, canceling a number of uh, commitments, trying to create some extra time to recover, but I'm starting to wonder if this is not a, um, a blood-related issue. Um, I've had similar symptoms a few years ago after I uh, spent about a year on a uh, working and living and even running a marathon on a vegan diet. And I was very happy with that lifestyle had it not been for this um, vitamin B12 problem that it caused. So your body needs, uh, needs a vitamin B12 and you have a certain reserves, but it all, those reserves need to be re replenished. And otherwise, when your reserve runs out, you get very similar symptoms to the ones that I experienced back then. And uh, that made me change back to a regular diet or I would eat meat and I would uh, eat, have dairy products. Um, and that made the problems go away. But this time, I'm still on, the, on a regular diet, but the fatigue is back. And my sister and my father have had similar issues with vitamin B12 uh, deficiencies. So I asked the doctor if I could have my blood examined which is what will happen this week. I have to go to the hospital nowadays for that. That was strange because I, I remember back in the days, <laughs> the, 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 your physician would just draw blood himself, but apparently that's no longer the case. You have to go to the, uh, to the hospital, which is here in the city. It's not far from where I live, so it's not a problem. And then the lab results will be mailed to the doctor who will then see what's going on. But I hope we can find uh, not only the cause, but also the remedy for this, because it's, uh, it's uh, I almost feel like uh, if, if this continues, I need to really ch uh, make some, some hard changes about what I, what I can and what I can't do. What I did notice is that in the mornings, I, I'm still tired, but I can, at least I can work. I can be creative. And so I'm switching my production time to the morning. I always did this in the afternoons, mostly because when I'm recording podcasts, for instance, I like to do that live and, and to stream that live. But I have to wait until um, my audience gets up and has, has the ability to, to join the, the live stream. And uh, a part of my audience is in the United States. So usually I, re I would record at three o'clock in the afternoon, which is nine o'clock Eastern. And uh, uh, but now I have to <laughs> I have to switch to another time frame for for the time being uh, because last week I just didn't have energy to record my my usual shows and um, so we'll see we'll see it's uh, it's easier nowadays to make these cho to make choices that in the past I would have found very difficult but I'm more pragmatic nowadays. I'm just looking at uh, where am I, what are my energy levels, what can I do, and I'm, I have decluttered my, my schedule so much, and I've gotten rid of so many commitments, um, that I do have that uh, ability to just change, kind of change my, my current day schedule, and that feels good, it gives us a certain freedom. And this is part of uh, an ongoing process where I'm re-evaluating re 
the way I work um, and how I organize the work. And this is very important for the goals that we want to attain uh, with Tridio, where in order to grow, we need to know how, how much time and how much effort and what is required to, to make the stuff that we want to make. That includes a, the, the audio shows, but it also includes our uh, ideas for video productions. And uh, I think that with the help of Terry, who is uh, one of our listeners, he lives in the Netherlands, and he's, uh, his job is to help organizations improve their, um, their workflow and their internal organization. And so he's helping us to, um, to map out what we do, our goals, helps us evaluate and uh, find ways to improve the way we work. And it's, it's great to have someone from a professional point of view help us with that. Because uh, I'm, I'm a very creative person, <laughs> but not necessarily the most organized person. I've gotten better at it, and I've already improved tremendously. But the, uh, the moment you start to work with more people, and uh, we now have um, a board, a professional board, we have Inga working as our... Uh, office manager slash producer slash doing everything else <laughs> and we uh, are planning on bringing on board even more people uh, in order to help us produce the programs that we do for television also our video productions for the next year uh, we need to make sure that we're ready for that and that we have our own internal organization uh, well structured and we we've already made tremendous progress but i'm, I'm excited to uh, work that out. And I'm also excited that kind of mentally I'm in a place where I want this to happen and I give myself license to cut away everything that is not really part of, the, of my mission. And that feels really good. The other day I was listening to uh, uh, an episode, I think it was with Pat Flynn. It was just one of those auto-cue auto uh, podcasts. I, I, have, I use... Um, the app Pocket Casts, and it gives you the, the ability to uh, pre-download uh, certain episodes of podcasts, and then it will just create an automatic playlist. And so you start playing one episode, and then uh, when it's over, it will automatically launch the second one. And sometimes it, it serves me podcasts that I'm subscribed to, but don't have regular updates, or I may not have, um, they may not just be in my list of favorites, and then they're just start. They start to play. And so I was listening to this this uh, conversation between Pat Flynn and uh, a co-host, and they were talking about doing less in order to do more and to be more efficient and more profitable. It's, it's a business podcast, and uh, and I was I was listening to that, thinking that that is exactly what I'm doing. Actually, I'm I'm doing less, much less than ever before. But I'm also, I'm much more focused on, on what I do want to realize. And I'm working on making that a reality. And that is something I can only do because I've been much more um, selective when it comes to how I spend my time and how I spend my energy. And now that my health is causing me some trouble, it's even more important to do less and to be picky about things and the the anxiety that I used to have when I didn't do enough or 
if I did not conform to people's expectations or what I thought were people's expectations, um, that anxiety is no longer there. Hey, doggies. <laughs> Two happy dogs wagging their tails. And why wouldn't they be happy? It's a gorgeous day here in the park. It is so beautiful. The sun shines through this this beautiful a tree with a, the the leaves are still green, yellowish green. It's, it's gorgeous. Oh, fantastic! So the anxiety is gone, um, which which is a very is also a spiritual indicator. Uh, when you when you feel at peace, it means that you've made good decisions. <laughs> and anxiety is usually a sign that something needs to change. And so I feel good about that. And I have given up some important things. Uh, one of which keeps coming back in my dreams, strangely enough, is, the, is the, the role that I used to play and may play in the future. I don't know. But for now, that's on hold to, of public speaking and uh, doing uh, lots of interviews. I used to always, at least three, four times a, a month, I'd, I'd be on an interview, whether it's in a newspaper or a um, television show or a radio program. But uh, I've been clearly stating, also to the people around me, that I wouldn't be doing any interviews uh, for, the, for the time being, at least in this year, so that I could uh, uh, get more focus on my work, uh, which also included some really attractive interviews so people are starting to approach me for star wars and uh and want to have this star wars priest on their show and in the past i've always done that because it's a it's a moment to evangelize and to talk about faith in a let's say a non-churchy context but uh, for now i've been holding off and i'm not doing interview i'm not following up on interview requests because it drains too much energy and uh, it's more important for me to think about the long term and, and this is also part of my whole idea of how I would like to approach oops here's a big uh, lake of water on the on the path that I was following fortunately the I was I was afraid that the grass would be all soggy but it's it's okay there's a lot of mud here on the trail but uh, I think it's been freezing a little bit during the night. There was a bit a thin layer of ice on the rooftops when I woke up. So the ground is not as soggy as I thought, fortunately. Um, for me, the, the, the way in which I would like to be present in, in the media that I don't produce myself is if I can truly contribute something. If I have something that we can share with the world. Uh, uh, instead of just being the go-to guy for w random comments on popular culture, I'd rather be part of the, the, the public deb debate uh, based on, on the things that I, that I can offer the world, and something that I can help people with. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a different mindset. I, in, instead of being reactive, I want to become proactive. Um, and instead of just helping other people make their shows, I'd rather 
do what I do, make my own shows and and spend my time on, on getting interesting people that can contribute to the shows and can help help me help people <laughs> rather than spending my time on on just featuring on other people's programs. And it's uh, I think the reason that I that I'm dreaming about is probably because it it there is still this this hmm, little voice inside my head that, that is wondering if this is the right choice if I should not make an exception when it comes to the Star Wars requests and if 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 my strategy is um, is is the right one you know, are you good enough to to be proactive in the media and to forego the reactive part where you just do interviews about whatever they ask you to talk about and then of course when I wake up and I have my full intellectual abilities <laughs> I tell myself well yeah sure I'm good enough why wouldn't I do that and it's part of of the process of being able to get to that point uh, that makes me want to slow down on the interviews to create more focus and more time and concentration and again I feel very much at peace there is no longer this ongoing stress that when I get a call from someone or an interview request in my inbox um, that oh perhaps I should find a moment but when but I have so much other stuff on my plate and, uh, and I would try to, I would, for instance, an interview request would sit in my inbox for weeks. And I would be like, oh, but it's, I don't have time. And, I, and now I'm, it's a very simple rule. I've decided to not do interviews in, for the remainder of the year. And we'll see for 2018 because I have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> I've got more important things to do. And I don't want to overload myself. And... Uh, that makes it very easy to reply and because I don't even have to make the decision anymore the answer is always no and there's not even a no but or a no unless no it's just no I don't have the ability right now and you know what the world keeps turning and they will find other people to talk about the topic that they want to feature on their shows and it's it's not it's never a real problem it's just a problem in in between my ears as they say Let's see what time it is. We've got a busy day, so I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to start the day late. So, um, some else, something else that's going on right now is uh, we are already thinking about 2018 and planning the new year. And uh, uh, I, I think I've, um, I've come up with a very good way to continue uh, what I keep doing, but expanding it from just audio to also my video audiences and as you know I have uh, gathered quite a quite a, a substantial new audience on YouTube thanks to the Star Wars videos uh, among other things and also thanks to the vlogs that I did during my pilgrimage to Santiago so there's a big new group of people that is I don't think that, that, that most of them are listening to the to the podcast because I've been uh, looking at the numbers and there is not much change there's a bit of a slight decline on some of the regular shows that I do and it's probably just because of the um, growing competition which is I think very good it's, it's so exciting to see how much the podcasting world has changed since I started to do this but it also dilutes of course the audiences and there is so much other stuff that people can listen to that age you know, these general shows 
called The Break or The Walk or <laughs> Geek Week. They're so generic that if, unless you already know me from another venue, from, from another, or since you've, you've been listening for a long time, for new people, it's very difficult to um, get a gist of wh- wh- why they should listen. And so that's, of course, obviously something I want to change because I want to grow these audiences. And uh, part of the quest on which I am is how to be as efficient as possible and effective as, as possible doing this, these media productions. And so I've come up with an idea to... Um, to branch, well, the first step, of course, in if you want to change, if you want to uh, reach a certain goal, is first dream the dream. It's kind of, if I would place myself two years, three years from now, how would you picture your, your life, your, your, the way, the, the productions that you do? And I have a very clear picture of what I want to do. And I've had that with the situation that I'm currently in. I've, had exact, I've done the same exercise years ago where I, I imagined myself doing these full-fledged TV shows. And I wanted to be able to travel the world and create exciting TV shows and also having the ability to, to, to produce stuff that is on the level of what people are used to on television. Well, that dream is now a reality because I've, I kind of, I, I, visioned, I envisioned it, I pictured it, and then I, was look, I looked at, well, so how do we get there? And I'm, I'm doing the same now for in a couple of years from now. How would you want to bring this content that I already produce? Because it's not about um, inventing new, new stuff or doing something completely different from what I'm doing right now. I think I've, I've, over the past 12 years I've discovered my strength. And I've, I, I've found, I found out what, where I can build bridges. Um, and it is definitely, it includes video um, even better. I think it is going to primarily uh, this video audience that I would like to bring on board without, of course, in any way stepping away from my audio uh, audiences because podcasting is such a wonderful medium. Uh, these audio shows are such an easy way to maintain a relationship and to also have time to go deeper than just these two, three-minute videos. So uh, it's, it's both like short videos. It d- definitely, the future includes uh, audio and it also includes these international television productions. Uh, so the documentaries that I've been making for Dutch television, I don't see any reason why I couldn't do those for an international audience as well. And some of those productions may even have largely the same cont- uh, content. But when it comes to the way I would like to be present in the world of, let's say, YouTube, um, it's with the same topics that I'm currently uh, using in my in my shows The Break and Geek Week, but itemizing them for video and making sure that I can have short these short segments on a perhaps even on a daily basis where I would do for instance a review. I just watched a movie, Thor Ragnarok, and it premiered a week earlier than it did in the United States. Now unfortunately last week I did have these fatigue problems. I still have these fatigue problems, so 
I didn't have the energy to produce a short video about that, but that would lean itself, that would lend itself so well to a short uh, video review in which I could do something that perhaps a lot of other reviewers don't, and that is to also uh, talk about, let's say, the thematic uh, the richness of, of the movie. I'm not necessarily talking about a movie where Hulk and Thor fight it out, but <laughs> there are movies that touch me and that have a message, and I could talk about that. And uh, I think that uh, th- there would be people interested in, in that kind of approach, or at least in my view, because they, they know I'm the Star Wars priest, and so they like to get my reaction on stuff. So that's just one example, something that I could do. And what, I'm following this path, but I'm not sure if it's open. They're rebuilding a school there. I see lots of fences. Well, let's see. Perhaps they left it open. This is a popular um, walking path for people that walk their dogs and for runners. Um, so, uh, and the same can be said, I think, for a number of other topics, even the faith-related stuff that I do, um, the peculiar bunch. I think there is a really big void there on YouTube, where uh, I, where someone, it could be me, it could be someone else, but takes some time to respond to questions that people have about faith. And uh, there are a lot of, there is a lot of content there, but it's, it's often geared to, towards um, either Catholics and, or, or, or atheists. And, but there's also kind of this, this middle ground. There's a lot of people that are just curious about faith and, and want to have a, a, perhaps sometimes a bit more lighthearted, uh, simple explanation of the basics of faith. And that's what I've been doing on, on the break. But it's, hidden inside a whole, you know, other show that is not necessarily, a, uh, it's a, uh, how do you say that, discoverable as, as content that has to do with faith. And so itemizing a, a segment like that, like The Peculiar Bunch, and turning it into a video um, could, could definitely find a new audience and broaden the audience and make it also much easier for people to find it after after uh, a show like that has been posted. Because that's another problem with uh, doing just podcasting. Once the show is out, the only thing you have is an MP3 file uh, linked to a description on a website. That's usually, you, you may have some tags, but that's it. There's another dog who's looking at me like, who is he talking to? <laughs> He really, he was, uh, uh, you know, he had his, his head uh, to the side. It was really the, the way in which dogs express that they're like, what? <laughs> anyway, so um, the, uh, the moment the MP3 is, is available, it, it's still very difficult to go to a certain point. I, I have this a lot with other podcasts that I listen to. And I read the description, and then I'm like, well, I don't want to listen to the entire show, especially nowadays with these ads on podcasts, which are driving me nuts. It's like every five minutes I hear about a mattress that I should buy or life insurance or whatever. Like, I don't care. 
I really hate these advertisements, and I, and a lot of them are, are are geared towards an American audience, so we don't even have those products. So even if I were interested, anyway, it, it's so I want to find that one particular item in inside a bigger podcast and a podcast, and it's very hard, even when scrolling through the audio, to find those shorter segments. So that's that's another reason why I think the longevity of content that you produce on YouTube, if properly labeled and titled, could um, make the archive much more approachable in the future. So I've, I've you're just thinking about these strategies. I want to I've I've taken a deci- decision. I want to make this a reality in 2018, and that is to go. In my communication, go video first. Now, this does not mean that I, in any way, downgrade the importance of audio, or even the joy of listening to podcasts. Because I'm a I'm a huge fan myself, and I like to be able to listen to content without having to um, look at a screen all the time. Because that's what I'm already doing for most of the day. But to be able to quickly find the topics in these audio shows it would be a tremendous help if somehow I could find uh, these short short videos with the same content on YouTube. And I've been inspired by what I see some of the bigger um, television companies do where um, they will I- literally itemize let's see if I can cross the road here it's only green for bikes, but I can run. <laughs> so that I'm going as fast as a bike. Oh, well. So uh, they will have their um, audio podcast. For, for instance, there's a, like a new show that I listen to as a podcast. And it's audio-based. Uh, so I just listen to that. But it is actually it's audio coming from a t- television show. But they have conceived it in such a way that it works just as well as an audio uh, show. But when you go to the website of that broadcasting company, you will see that they have sliced up that one show into short video segments, which, of course, can then be distributed via Facebook and Twitter and uh, Vimeo and so many other um, uh, uh, distribution channels. And I was thinking, well, I need to find some a way to do my shows that would enable me to do that. Um, and then, of course, a, like a, a secondary uh, requirement for that to happen is also that I, in preparing um, what, I, what I record, I need to think visually as well as think from an audio perspective. So that is going to be an interesting challenge. And, and a third consideration is not only does it need to be itemized, itemizable in a certain way, not only should it have a visual aspect, but it should also have a certain variety. You cannot watch, or few people will watch uh, videos where it's just a guy or a, 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 a host sitting with a... You know, sitting behind a green screen or just a static background. I mean, that can be 
that can work sometimes if the content is really good. But it's not really television. That's merely radio. With It's like a webcam in a radio studio. It's just you're filming a person talking. Uh, whereas, of course, uh, I'm used to doing things that are a little bit more exciting. So I would like to add, change up the way in which I record some of the items that, I, that are part of my uh, weekly shows by in integrating reports and perhaps also introducing some other content that is more visual. But at the same time, I don't want to lose that intimate uh, one-on-one relationship that I have with my audio audiences. And uh, so it's, it's going to be an interesting challenge to find the right way to do this. But I know it can be done because I'm listening to several podcasts that ex- follow exactly that recipe in a certain way to distribute their, uh, their content. So that's what I'm visualizing for 2018. And now the next couple of weeks, what needs to be done is to go over the, the workflow of such a production and uh, also look at the costs and who, who would need to be involved in this because, of course, creating something that has both an audio component and video component requires more time to produce. Um, and I already know that I'm not the person to add time to my schedule, so it will require the hiring of, um, of help, which is totally something I'm ready to do and uh, actually eager to do because it will enable me to, um, to build up uh, the mission with, with the help of a, a group of people, a community. And so, well, that's just one of the things that are currently on my, on my plate, and I could never do that if I would run from one production to another and being overloaded with work. So that's one of the big advantages of, of having made some tough decisions about what I'm going to continue doing and what not. Um, that enables me to, to um, create time to rethink the way in which I produce things, which will hopefully lead to a, a workflow and a way of making media that will enable, first of all, the mission to grow, the audiences to grow, but also will give me the, um, the inner peace and also the time to... Uh, to, to huh, kind of the, to refuel my own inspiration if, if, if I just keep on distributing and giving but you don't reserve time to feed your own interests and to read and to uh, you know have time to to um, uh, to, uh, to, to be in a dialogue with the, the culture that is part of the of the shows that I make then you're gonna be exhausted after a while. it's the same thing as prayer if uh, if 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 you never pray, uh, I'm just looking at myself like if I if I preach but I don't pray, then the preaching is going to be a desert after a while. It's uh, there's going to be nothing that feeds the people that need to be fed because I'm not feeding myself. It's similar to, you know, health as well. If you don't choose to make time to to to, uh, to take care of your health, then you won't be able to run a marathon, right? You, the, the, one thing requires another, and so that is why I'm I'm glad that um, 
that I um, that I'm more more deliberate in and uh, more picky uh, when it comes to how I spend my time and especially creating more margin to to be able to do new things I it, it works really well and I can tell that it is it's uh, most importantly of all a, a massive boon uh, for my uh, spiritual life I feel much more at peace happier despite the health problems and sometimes just the amount of work is it's still a lot of work but I've, I feel that I'm on track I'm, I'm there I'm where I should be and I've made the right decision because I feel at peace so that's what I wanted to share with you on this Monday morning and again uh, I ask you for your prayers I'm definitely praying for you for your loved ones and for of course the victims of violence everywhere in the world and I'm praying my prayer is that God changes me and changes you and changes the world through us because that's where he can start right away thanks for listening go over to tridio.com for more information and a big thank you to my sponsors to my supporters for those of you that comment and uh, and spread the word and for those of you that uh, help me financially with uh, the, the Patreon account over at patreon.com slash fatherroderick. I really, really appreciate you being there for me, and I will make sure to be there for you. Take care, and God bless.